0: Hello, I'm Alan Furstenberg. And I'm Mark Tucker, and welcome to Two Voice Devs. Two Voice Devs? Wow, Mark, it's the end of the year.
1: Oh, it is. It's been a long year. It has been a very long year. Um, <laughs> you know, but it's also been a good year. I mean, this is the year we we had our 100th episode.
0: Yes. You know, and... thinking about
1: it, it's, I mean, it seems like so long ago, but... We had our hundredth episode. We um, did
0: a voice summit.
1: We did voice summit. We met in person. <laughs> yes, we did. So it's it's been a notable year. It's been a rough year, in yeah. some ways. But um, no, it's been a year. So I don't know. Let's. What uh, else? What else? What else have we done this year? <laughs> I
0: don't know. I was thinking about it, looking back, kind of over the last year. What were some of the things that we talked about? What were some of the things that I you know did as a software developer in the voice community. Uh-huh. Um, what did I contribute to the voice community this year? There's just lots of different things. Uh, one of the first things that comes to mind though is we talked a lot about voice content management systems.
1: We did, we really kind of got into this notion and and talked a lot about it. Um, I think actually, I think uh, on the on the YouTube, we have a playlist of like seven or eight episodes uh, for anybody that wants to, to go back and watch all of them.
0: And we just really explored, you know, we know content management systems are important generally across different types of applications, and content really is king. And I think content really is is extra important in voice because if you have stale content in voice apps, then it's not something that uh, people want to come back to.
1: Right. And you know, so it's definitely important for that, that repeatability.
0: Yeah. So we kind of explored, well, what would... Is there anything specific or special that would be needed in a voice management system, uh, a content management system? Sorry, for, in voice and and yeah, yeah, we came up with some good um, good things to talk about in in that area.
1: No, I think so, and I, I think you know there's still a lot left to be explored there, and I'm mm-hmm. looking forward to to talking about that more. But uh, I think we covered some really good ground, and you know based on that you were doing a lot of work with exploring some of the notions with sanity and with outtense and and how those go into uh the systems that you're developing
0: yeah and uh it really has uh helped shape some of the the different things that I do internally here at rain and also um for side projects kind of how I structure content so it's been it's been a good uh exploration this year more about content management systems. No, it's been fantastic. You know, um but I think also, you know, seeing how that uh
1: went into some of your work. I know you were working on some uh Jovo plugins to to help you with that, but mm-hmm. also a, a bunch of Jovo plugins for for other stuff and we talked about some of those.
0: Yeah, so this was a big year where I kind of made the the transition from Jovo 3 to Jovo 4. I uh, you know I've been with Jovo since version one, so that's been years and years ago. Um, and four is quite a bit different, and so uh, it's taken me a, a little bit to get into that. There's a lot that I like, and I've made that transition from JavaScript to TypeScript as well at that same uh, at the same time. And I think I've got something like 15 published plugins that I've created. Um, wow. Whether that's that's baked into Jovo now, um, you can see that on the Jovo Marketplace or over on the Jovo Community GitHub. There are some additional ones, and you know we talked about some ones that I did for for games, things like uh, PlayFab plugin and Badgerific, which was an achievement system. Um, things with uh, you know trending, um, you know like streaks and and uh, things like that. So. There's just a, a lot of uh, content that I've created, and I've kind of gotten a little knack for creating plugins for Jovo, and uh, it's 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 kind of fun, and it's a nice way to um, componentize what you're doing and make it easily pluggable into uh, into Jovo. So you've done some exploration on app actions, as I recall.
1: Well, that's that's true. I mean, this year the one of the big announcements from Google um, after Google I O was that. Uh, Conversational actions were being sunset next year, so there was more of a move to app actions. So I explored app actions some more. We also had a guest host. Uh, Eliza yeah. was in talking about app actions with you. Um. So yeah, just beginning to explore. You know, what is what does this world of Android mean for for those of us that have been playing in voice in a in a webhook world? Yeah. Um, and how you know the the pluses, the minuses, the changes that it brings about. You know, I think we're going to see a lot of you know those sorts of things. Certainly, we're going to see more and more of it over the next uh, year. Yeah, in so where vo- voice and mobile, voice and mobile. You know, we're going to hopefully get more of an indication from Amazon where it's going, uh, where where their focus is going to be on yeah. it. But I think also we're going to see you know what are what are other people doing in the assistant space in general and playing with mobile. You know, when we have tools that we've talked about like. Chat GPT or other AI tools um, we talked a little bit about dialogue flow how are all of these tools going to fit into it so we talked about that a little and I'm excited to see where it's going to go
0: yeah no that, that that's been fun and I've uh, kind of on that same um, thread I've been doing some more work uh, through rain and as we're investigating with our partners uh, custom assistance whether that be a custom assistant that's hosted in um, in a website or in a in mobile, and you know, with their own custom wake words, and so um, you know, very much there's still Alexa skills out there, but also investigating um, this custom assistant-owned assistant platform. You
1: yeah, know, but it's interesting in in looking at each new platform as we do it. You know, seeing what app actions, what you need to know, and what you need to get into, and and yep. the differences, and what you need to understand. Um, you know, again, it's the same sort of the the same but different. You know, because a lot of what we did when talking about Alexa was exploring the the nitty gritty. Now, you know, yeah. how do we do, uh, you know, webhook authentication signatures? Uh, yeah. Starting to get into some of the questions about how do we do things with APL. Um, you know, these were a bunch of the things that we explored.
0: Yeah, so you're right. Authorization. Um on one end and then on, on more on the UI kind of the multimodal with Alexa presentation language. So yeah, I've done quite a bit more with uh with APL. Um g- getting more and more sophisticated UIs. Um and I also have gotten in the last uh a few months the opportunity to investigate widgets, which is all, also takes advantage of APL. But you know what what does a widget look like an Alexa widget um, I know there on, are a lot of people device.
1: I know there are a lot of people that are looking forward to uh, the episode where you're going to finally be able to talk about them.
0: Oh, okay. Then the, the, I I would love to be able to talk about uh, them more. And uh, it's just kind of fun. In some in some ways, it's it's just uh, APL. But in other ways, you know, how do you package and deploy those things? How do you share data? How do you keep the data live on a widget? There's lots of things that go into it that uh, hopefully soon I'll be able to talk about.
1: I know lots of people are looking forward to it. Um, and you know, and in the same way we talked about some of the the more lower level infrastructure stuff, you know, so we talked about you know AWS lambda versus Google Cloud functions versus yep. hosting it yourself and you know what all the trade-offs of all of those were. And what do we do with databases? How do we deal with them? What, you know, what's the important bits about the the architecture especially when it comes to voice apps? And then just in general what developing was like? you know, we talked about some of these bigger picture questions um, and seeing what what things were like as developers for voice and otherwise.
0: Yeah. Kind of what our history is and what, uh, you know, what other people have experienced and uh, just kind of dealt with some of those issues. Um, I would, I would like to say going back to one of the highlights of the year was Voice Summit. Um, I just really enjoyed that so much. It really was. And
1: you know, I think what was also great about it for me, in addition to seeing everyone, in addition to just yeah. being able to stand there and kind of chat about the stuff that we've always chatted about and kind of, you know, again looking forward and what we wanted to do, I think we had some some fantastic questions, some really challenging questions that came up during our session or that came up while we were talking with other people. Right. About where we saw the industry needed to move, what, what we felt like the industry needed to do. And that's a question that always comes up in voice lunch as well is, you know, it's, it's great to have these big blue sky ideas, but what do we need to do? What, what, what do we need to work on next week, next month, next quarter? to yeah. Move the industry forward. And I think, I think you and I will have to have this conversation another
0: time. Yeah, we will. We'll definitely have to. Um, also, kind of in so- association with that voice, somewhat that was kind of the culmination of the Alexa Skills Challenge that that Heidi put together about aging and engaging, and just uh, lots of different things. There were lots of different uh, skills across different categories that uh, just showcased some of the things that that we can do for the 55 and above community um, with with voice skills, whether it be, you know, in this case, specifically Alexa, but across other platforms or modalities.
1: What I think was great was, you know, you then had the conversation with Brett Adler um, and to talk about theirs specifically, but also we had conversations with people and amongst ourselves about some of the apps that we had, you know, that they were looking at or working on, you know. So I um, I was talking to Craig Rawls about his Disney skill, yeah. and we had a conversation about what I'm doing with Voodoo Drive. You know, so actually seeing how developers are are building these skills that are out there that people can use, I think has been really really fun over the past year.
0: Yeah, it has um, been. I I'm excited about what I've worked on, but also seeing what other people are doing. Exactly,
1: and not just you know what they're doing, which is always exciting, but. How they're doing it. What were the challenges? Yeah. How did they overcome those challenges? You know, it's always fun to, to understand better how we're going to start building these richer, more complicated skills, because that's that's what's going to be advancing this forward. You know, there are only, you know, so many times we can tell dad jokes. <laughs>
0: I don't know. You can say it, tell say the same ones over and over again. That's that uh, fits right in with a dad joke. That, that, so.
1: that is true about dad jokes. Yes, but <laughs> um, you know, so it's exciting to to start getting an understanding of what we're going to need to build these more advanced skills, right? And then you know, a little bit of blue sky. What is uh, what is a skill that places an order? You know, a, a food order look like, and how would we do that? And, yep. You know, these were were some of the conversations we had as well, which were really fun.
0: Yeah, and I, um, I don't know, I just look forward to, to next year too, just kind of seeing where the technology takes us and what new creative things people have thought up and and you know put together. It's just going to be uh, be you know more and more fun as we as we go along.
1: No, I think so too. You know, I mean, this year we uh, we had Alexa Live, we had I O. Google iO that we attend you know that we attended remotely and this year hopefully uh IO will be more in person so I'll be able to to be on the ground and reporting from there yeah. um it'll be very interesting to see what comes out of Alexa live next year as well yeah because you know I I think we both one of one of the things that uh, I think both of us still have is we've seen some of the rough spots over the past year. Yeah, we have <laughs> and we've covered some of those rough spots. Uh and we've been part of some of those rough spots. And I'm sure we'll be talking about some of you know, we will be talking about some more of those next year. But hopefully also talking about some of the, you know, pulling out of uh pulling out of the 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 that we're in and doing some great stuff.
0: Yeah, I think we still have a sense of optimism uh, generally about voice. Um I think there's still a lot of potential there and uh a lot of uh space for creativity and exploration. So I I'm I'm excited for the next so, year uh, you to know, and keep I, continuing.
1: And I think, you know, kind of what our discussion about uh voice CMS said to me and reminded me of is that, you know, here we were saying, here's a problem that we st- that we have. As developers, how do we solve that problem? You know, and I think next year we're going to be saying, here are these other problems. As developers, how do we tackle some of those problems? Because some of them are development problems. Yeah. Um. So I'm really excited to see what some of those are. And I think we'll, we'll talk about that maybe next episode.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, like, for example, I know that... Uh... I used to rely more heavily on on Google Analytics um, for providing analytics for voice applications, but they've made some changes to uh, you know the Google Analytics four stuff that's not uh, not as helpful. Um, and so I went exploring on some other things and you know just uh, finishing up uh, some some exploratory work on uh, Google BigQuery and and using that as a, a...
1: BigQuery is fun.
0: Yeah, it, it it is what and you know I, and I that's what I use to to plug into my uh, different widgets to get some analytics. What's fun about it is one, it's it's fairly easy to use, um, and on the other side is then I can just turn a spreadsheet into an analytics dashboard. I've got charts, I've got stats, I can do queries. Um, it's it's pretty impressive, um, and and it's free.
1: Yep. So there's there's another episode
0: to look forward to next year. So, so we just want to wish everybody uh you know a happy year um and and you know time with family and friends and and just uh express our appreciation to the voice community at large for uh giving us this opportunity to to learn and grow with you and to kind of just explore these topics here on the, on our podcast.
1: You know it's been fantastic getting the feedback from everybody as uh, as we go along uh seeing your comments everywhere um and we look forward to to talking about this more with you. And I look forward to to talking about it more with you, Mark, uh, next Likewise. year. On two voice
0: steps. Two voice steps. Take care, Alan.
1: Take care, Mark. Happy New Year.
0: Thank you very much. Happy New Year to you.